I've always wanted to be an architect. I always wanted to be an architect. Oh my God. I have always wanted to be an architect. I've 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 always wanted to be an architect. All right. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed season one, which focused on the relationship architects have with the people we work with and interact with on a daily basis. This season is about the process we take with many of those same people to complete and construct a project. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy season two. All right. Well, thank you, Dan, first of all, for uh, joining us here at our podcast. As you know, this is our second season. We did a first season uh, last year, which really focused on the relationships that architects have with different people. This season, we are focused on the process that architects and developers and owners and entrepreneurs go through uh, in, in order of, of creating a project. So we thought, uh, obviously, there are all the different pieces of the puzzle. And we thought, or the first thing is really the idea. And we thought uh, you'd be a perfect fit for our first episode of this season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I listened to the first season. I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. I keep saying I, we've known each other now for, I think, five years. It's been a while. Because, yeah, it's been a while. So, and literally, we really started at your initial idea. Like, that was sort of the whole, the whole beginning of our relationship. So I thought this was a sort of perfect opportunity, and I look forward to talking and, and, and talking through this. Yeah, it's been fun to think through the history because it's been quite a journey. It has. Before the pandemic. I mean, we started, we started talking a while ago. So, All right, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and, and your professional background and, and uh, how you sort of got into this world of restaurant tour and, uh, and this idea that you had. Sure. The background doesn't have a lot to do with it. There is one element, which I'll touch on briefly, but 30-year General Electric executive, marketing degree originally from George Washington University, and did a lot of marketing and business leadership roles, including being the head of marketing of General Electric. But most of my time was spent in financial services. And one of the businesses that I had responsibility for was our franchise finance business, which financed restaurants, about $6 billion worth. And although I wasn't involved in the operating side, I learned to understand the balance sheets and the P&Ls of the restaurant business. And you could see who ran them well and how they ran them well, and you could see who ran them poorly and how they ran them poorly. Uh, retired from GE in 2016 and then did some corporate board and private equity work, which I continue to do today. And as I've told you, my wife and I, every couple's got that thing they talk about, you know, they always want to do. Ours, oddly enough, was opening a restaurant together. We're not foodies, although we appreciate good food, but we have always really enjoyed finding restaurants that just felt great. Uh, you know, a warm, upscale, casual environment where you, you wanted to be there beyond the food and the drink. And we found ourselves in a fortunate position in life where we were able to try and make that happen. And, um, you know, when COVID hit, that's when you and I really started working together kind of pre-COVID when we were looking for land for this. It's been quite a few years now. Right. Okay, so then what started the, the idea of this particular restaurant? During COVID, going stir-crazy like a lot of people did, we did a, an RV trip 
across America. And we went out to the West Coast. And we had always enjoyed wine country. And we went to Sonoma. And we were sitting outside in a garden-like setting. You know, it's typical winery where it's great food and you're drinking good wine and looking at beautiful plants and flowers and shrubs. And we said, why wouldn't we recreate this back in Sarasota? Do, you know, an outdoor, a large, largely outdoor, almost Sonoma vibe restaurant, maybe throw in some areas where you could do games, not a Dave and Buster's type of thing, but, you know, you might have a ping pong table or two or some cornhole or things like that and really just make it a great place to chill out, relax, have some good food and while away a few hours. So I had contacted pre-COVID a consultant uh, out in the Midwest to start fleshing out this concept. They weren't the right company to move forward with, but they, they got the thinking on the board. And then COVID hit, and I found myself with the time to really start trying to make it happen. And that's, you know, I found you before then. And you really, you know, one of the reasons I've enjoyed working with you so much beyond your talent as, a, as an architect in your firm and their value add is you've really been a partner in this journey where as I was looking at land, and originally we were looking at a very large suburban setting of two plus acres where we could make this vision happen. Concurrent with that, the Sarasota real estate market went bonkers. And land went from available to unavailable, from affordable to ridiculous. And as we thought through this plan and this concept and working with you, you know, we ended up connecting with one of your other clients who had a property that was very compelling from a location standpoint, but would mean we were going from two and a half acres to 7,600 square feet. And so... We got together and, you know, I said, hey, we have, we have to do a honey, I shrunk the concept. And that's how we really started working uh, closely together. And did that, did that sort of process of changing all of a sudden this initial idea that you had, was that good? Were you like reluctant to that? Was that, you know, was that positive in your mind or, or you know, how, how tied to the original concept were you? Well, we were pretty tied because it really, uh, you know, it originally was going to be the backyard. Um, right. and, and being outdoors and having a lot of space was integral to the theme. I probably, you know, for a long time, Baron, and, and you helped me through the process, my son and I, we felt like Cinderella or Prince Charming walking around with a glass slipper trying to find Cinderella in a location. And we probably should have realized it just wasn't going to happen earlier. And when you ended up being a matchmaker, on this location that you were already working on from a, a broader commercial sense. The location was so good and you helped us start thinking through, you know, how could you do this in an urban setting? And that was the beginning of this creative process, which took time. I mean, it really, it took time and a lot of effort by you and your team. But in the end, we've ended up with a smaller urban version that has that same comfortable, upscale, casual, open feel. So I feel like we ended up with the, the right derivative of our original idea. And how did you learn for yourself how to put together that team? Um, well, you helped a lot. And, and that's you know one of the things that I really enjoy about working with your group is it's more of an ecosystem than just 
a simple architectural relationship. Through you and your contacts, we ended up meeting the person we have subsequently hired as our executive chef, as well as just a number of other, you know, one of the things that's been really helpful is that the restaurant universe here in the Gulf Coast is very friendly. And people know each other, you know all of them, and they're all willing to talk. And you've introduced me to a lot of people. So we got to know folks, we got to hear about different people. And over the course of the last year, we found our executive chef as well as our operations manager. And uh, I don't think we would have been able to do that without the introductions. So they've helped put the menu together and think about how we're going to run this thing. My son will be involved. But so far, it's just been a, a really fun, creative journey, and I can't wait to see it open. Yeah, it's exciting to have why. For us, it's been exciting to have been a part of it from day one, you know, from sort of, and obviously not day one because it started for you guys sooner, but from day one, at least in Sarasota, I feel like it's been this slow but but clear progression <laughs> to get to where you ultimately are, are hopefully going to end up. So Yeah, I, w- I, w- I would say it has been since day one. The, the previous things we did were, were really pre-work and we didn't get serious. You know, you were, uh, one of the things I valued is I'd throw a location at you and you were always honest and you'd say, mm, I don't know, Dan, uh, you know, that doesn't sound like a winner to me or that, you know, and you were helpful on a couple of things that didn't work out. Ultimately, I think we ended up with the right spot. The creative process working with, with you and the team on the layout, the decor, but more importantly, and, and this has been at the heart of almost every single conversation we've had, the feel. Right. Uh, I said early on, I want people to walk. We're not fine dining. We're upscale, casual American. But I wanted people to walk in and say, huh, this is nicer than I thought it was going to be. I want to come back here. And I wanted them to be comfortable and relaxed and have a good time while they were there. And to differentiate ourselves from the chain style restaurants, or even the ones that are one-offs, but they feel like a chain. You know? and, and I think we've achieved that in the vision that you put together. Thank you. I hope so, too. I think it will, actually. So what would you have done differently? Well, I probably would have given up the ghost on searching with the slipper faster. I'm pleased that I didn't because we ended up in the right property, although it, it took a long time. And it, it, look, it's really it's location, location, location. And so I, you know, I could have gotten there potentially a little faster. Being new to the restaurant industry, you know, I'm smart enough to know what I don't know. So we've surrounded ourselves with people who do understand the space. And I feel confident that what we've ended up with is going to work. But I'm also appreciative of the time and the evolution that vision took to come to fruition because my knowledge has grown over that period of time. I know a lot more now than I did when we first started talking together uh, a few years yeah. ago. And I feel much more ready for us to embark on this. So I, 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 I wouldn't change a lot. I, you know, even the creative process. I'm glad we started with a concept that evolved because it forced you to think through and to remove ourselves from that vacation glory of like, oh, wouldn't it be great to have Sonoma in Sarasota to, okay, how how do we really want to build a restaurant? How do we want to create that feel? How would we do it in an urban environment? And thinking through that was a a growth process as well as a fun creative process. 
So I know in the beginning you said um, that your background has nothing to do with this or however you worded that. Have you found that your past or your experience has impacted the way that you look at, you know, first of all, the fact that this is new to you and second, that it is a restaurant? I mean, like, because there are so many nuances to designing a restaurant and I'm not talking about architect architecturally or aesthetically. I'm just saying to design a restaurant from scratch is is a is a huge undertaking. And I'm just curious, like, have you, you know, have you sat there and said, hmm, so I do know this or, oh, I would have done this or I don't know. Is there any connection? Well, I think, the, you know, being in the business world, particularly in financial services where you're lending money and collecting it, you learn to have a risk management mindset in each new loan is new. Uh, the framework's new. The client's new. So you really have to analyze it. So I think the business background has been a big help. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not a seat of the pants type of guy. It's been a fun process. Uh, I don't think, had you not had the ecosystem you have in construction companies, in kitchen consultants, I don't think I could have pulled this off. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, working with, with Marisa, who you brought in on the kitchen design, I don't have the background for that. I mean, I can, I can sit and have a conversation with you about how I want the bar to look, how many tables and chairs I want, whether I want unisex or, you know, or separate bathrooms. But having that expertise, telling, describing the type of lighting we want, and then having you go to town on it and coming back with a computerized diagram that can actually show me the glow cast by the lights. I didn't have that capability and you brought that all there. So I can tell you what I like. I can describe it to you, but you know, getting it down into a actionable format, I, I really have to credit you as opposed to myself there. Thank you. Has anyone told you you're nuts? Oh, everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the, you know, <laughs> Everybody who finds out you're opening a restaurant wants to tell you their horror story. And, right. and usually, you know, if you find somebody who's got background, they say, oh, yeah, I used to have a restaurant, you know, and then you have to listen to, uh, to that story. There are, there are so many. Approaching this as an investor and owner has been a great disciplinary process. And also having years and years and years of watching restaurants fail and succeed. It's not the most complex industry. It becomes really complex if you have a bad location. It becomes really complex if you have a lot of debt and you, that you have to service. Obviously, it was complex for everybody in the industry during COVID. But if you have a good location, if you have a quality product, and if people feel comfortable and want to be in the restaurant that you have designed and built, it's not hard. And, and you and I know the local restaurants that fit that bill, they're hugely successful. Has there any, been anything, now that you've gotten to this point where, I mean, we're, we're about to start construction, has there been any hesitation at all ever? No, no. I always knew we were going to go ahead and do this. Like anything, it's the times we live in, the price tag has crept up. Uh, mm -hmm. Supply chain has been a, a factor. I, I, mm -hmm. I knew that was going to be the case. We had a range of what we wanted to spend. Uh, you know, we're probably at the north end of that range, just given how the world is operating today with scarcity. But getting that feel, 
that we jointly designed is the goal, you know, and, and I think we have that. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Now, now that we're, you know, breaking uh, that, that shovel and hammer is being brought to bear, you want to just hit fast forward and get there. But it's, uh, it's going to be fun for this next process, too. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning and watching as it comes together. And uh, I feel really good about the construction team that you've hooked us up with, the relationship that, the, that you and he have and that the three of us have. And, um, and I'm excited. Okay, so keep going with that. What are you most excited about now? And I say that meaning there's a lot now that's going to happen, right? So between the moment that you actually start construction to the moment that you open to the moment that you actually start making money, <laughs> which, yeah. are, which are very different phases well, hopefully, in this whole thing. hopefully they're not too far apart in terms of the time. No. Um, right. Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of things that go along with it right now. Now, now in addition to the weekly meetings to see how construction is coming. And there will be things that pop up. There always are and decisions to be made. But I feel like, you know, with all the, the knowledgeable people that I have to, to call on, that's not going to be too problematic. Now we have to start thinking about other elements, the social media aspect. Uh, how do you want the signage to be? You know, we've, we've how, many, how many months did you and I sit in chairs before we selected oh, yeah. the, the the chairs, you know, at least a, yeah. at least a couple of three months. So yeah. I think we've ordered the right right things, but we have other pieces we have to put together. We have to fine tune the menu. Um, that's going to be fun. Uh, having the executive chef cook each dish, take pictures of it. You know, it's uh, there are new elements that are going to come into play that I think are going to keep us very busy and very excited in an anticipatory fashion as the construction unfolds. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, and I know that obviously there's a potential for other restaurants, but have you had in your mind the potential to grow, or is this about just getting this one going and, and enjoying it and, and opening one restaurant? No, definitely the, the idea is to do more of these. Uh, you know, as you know, we plan to replicate this. Obviously, I need to stay focused, and we need to get this to be uh, generating the cash flow we know it's capable of, but I don't think that's going to be taking too long. So... If it turns out even remotely as exciting as we expect it to be, then I would think by you know the latter part of next year, we'll be looking at location two. And the goal would just be, you know, let's say every 18 to 24 months to do one of these. Sometimes, you know, finding the right location again may take longer. We may get lucky, but we'll pounce on it when it occurs. And we'd like to do a number of these around the Gulf Coast, not necessarily with the same name, but that same comfortable, you know, quality feel to it where, you know, you just kind of straighten out your legs and you sit back in that comfortable chair and you relax and, you know, enjoy something cold to drink while you're waiting for your food and maybe hang around a little bit afterwards and just enjoy the the vibe. And was that always your, your uh, goal? It was, although, you know, doing it in a smaller footprint means that there's less outlay so I think it accelerates the expansion. You know, doing it two and a half acres at a pop takes more time, takes more capital. So whereas before, I think we might have done one every three or four years, you know, now I think we'll be doing one every 18 to 24 months. Right. Well, so tell us the name and, and, and everything. Well, the name, you know, that's, you, you and I, we've spent a lot of time talking about this name. So originally the concept was the backyard. And the the location didn't really fit that. 
Uh, there was also some legal issues there, but it, it happens to be located at the corner of a very neat intersection in a great section of Sarasota where it's Boulevard of the Arts and Central Avenue. So we're calling it Arts and Central, which I've just, I've come to really love. It's it's cool, it's classy, it's descriptive, it's hip. You know, it's it's all, there's, there's no negatives to it. I think it's going to be, a, I, I really like the name. And it's and it's actually uh, I'm using generic not in a in a generic way but in a way that allows you flexibility in the name. Yes, it does. Yeah, and so when we think about other locations, there's a lot of different ways you could go. You could you could do the next intersection, you know, somewhere else. You could pick up some other aspect of the location, but having the name be location based, but not generic in that it's a street number. And the name of the street, you know, it's not 101 Main or 101 Piccadilly. And, and, and that's a name that if you live in the city, it means something to you. You know, if you said Arts and Central, people go, oh, yeah, yeah, Boulevard of the Arts and Central Ave. I know where that is. It's right next to the ballet school. It's right across from, you know, the dog park, things like that, which I, which I really like. Yeah. No, we're, we're, well, I, I will, well, I guess we'll end with that because I think uh, all I can say is that obviously we are beyond excited. This has been one of the more exciting projects in our office. And to be able to be involved from the beginning of the idea, I think for us is really the the, the best of, of, of both worlds in terms of our um, approach to our, our career and our field. So it's one thing to be asked to design something where somebody says, hey, here's what I want you to design. But it's another layer and and more fulfilling, really, to be able to be a part of that origin, that initial design and an idea. I don't think I could have done it without you. You know, not to not to polish your apple just because I'm on your podcast. But truthfully, we have we have the concept we wanted because of you and your firm. We have the location we need because you and your firm. We have the executive chef who's going to be a big piece of this. Uh, because of that. And we've gone from having a lot of energy and very little knowledge to having still a lot of energy and a lot more knowledge along the way and uh, very excited about what we've got. So I appreciate you letting me come on today and share the story. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I look forward to the next few months. And 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 I will tell you this, I haven't, uh, it's sort of a surprise, but when you were talking about the design and, 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 and that sort of uh, process that we went through, I've, we've got something now that we just pra- went out there and tested today where we're going to show you, basically, you're going to look at a, 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 either a phone or an iPad, and you're going to see the space that is exactly where it is. And we're going to sort of move a, a, a toggle and you're going to see your new restaurant come into the exact same space so you can see how it relates to exactly what's there. Oh, that's great. Very cool. I'm very I'm, cool. Sounds very cool. I look forward to seeing that. You just <laughs> let me know and I'll it's, come on down. Yes. No, we, we will uh, we'll do that next week. So it's very, very fun. So, all right. Well, thank you very much. And um, yeah, I enjoyed this. And uh have a great weekend, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk next week. Thanks, Baron. You have a good weekend, too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our first episode of Season 2 of I Always Wanted to Be an Architect podcast. 
For anyone considering opening a restaurant, Dan is a great resource and gives an honest view into how that initial idea begins. In episode two, we'll be talking to Eric Massey, a commercial realtor, to discuss how much time it actually takes to find a property and see your dreams come to fruition.